Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music mm-hmm. podcast where every week we mm-hmm. get into a different band, different artists, and we listen to all of their records and we rank them from worst to best. But before we do that, we get into our six degrees of Tom DeLong. That's where we connect our boy Tom to the band of the week. And uh, yeah, this week we're doing Coldplay, obviously. Um, we're also going to be ranking nine, all nine of their records. Uh, all the social media, go check us out on social media. It's all uh, at Asinine Radio. Go follow us, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Um, Give us five stars on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and keep listening. Tell all your friends, share the post with everybody. And if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. So, with all of that, let's get right into uh, the six degrees of Tom DeLonge, if you did one. I, mean, I just we, thought of one on the spot. We literally just did it last week. right? That's Chris, true, yeah, and that was Chris the one Martin I was going to use. was playing with Kanye. Lil Wayne also played with Kanye. Lil Wayne played with Blink. Done. Yeah, done and done. Oh boy. Anyway, let's let's get into this. Um, I'm just gonna say this right now. We're not big fans of Coldplay, and nothing about this week really changed that. So we might get through these rankings kind of quick. But um, let, let's start with uh with with uh their ninth or not their ninth record, but their worst record, number nine. And if you got any bangers on it, let's go. What do you got? Uh, it's called A Head Full of Dreams, their seventh record. And I just, you know, man, fuck this album. Really? Like, this was tough. This was hard. I didn't finish <laughs> it. The song, there's a song on here called Fun, and it features uh, this singer Tove, Tove Low. It's uh-huh. just really, really shitty pop music. And this album turned out to be just really shitty pop album. And I just, after that song plays, ended up not doing it. Fuck it. So but you it love you love their their last pop record though, don't you? Well, we'll get there, dude. We'll get there, dude. Because this was uh, this was this was just stupid. This was this is not even good. there's good pop and there's bad pop, right? That's why. No, like, yeah, that's true. That's why the Backstreet Boys blew up and 98 Degrees kind of fizzled out. So there's good pop and there's bad pop. Just saying. There's also dirty pop. Dirty pop. That's a good song. Your number nine is A Head Full of Dreams uh, from 2015. That Mine sucks. is. Um, yeah, it's not good. My number nine is X and Y. Fourth record from oh, 05. Wow. Uh, I just thought this was just like the boring ass fucking B-sides from Ru- A Rush of Blood to the Head. There is nothing memorable about this. I don't really, I don't remember any of the singles from this. I don't think I did. Um, I just, I just, these albums are long. They're too long and um, they just don't really go anywhere for me. I, I just, I just thought this was just straight up boring. I, completely not memorable at all. So X and Y is my, my number nine. What do you got for number eight? Go. So I will say that a head full of dreams, that is a sub one. I don't think you should even listen to that ever. It's just, <laughs> it's not, it's not a good record at all. Anyway, she performed. It's not even, it's not even a good, bad Coldplay record. It's, it's nothing. Okay. Nothing. And anybody wondering, we, we base off every, we base everything off of our world famous three point rating system Patton. where three is a perfect album. Two is a good album. You're going to continue to listen to one is a bad album, but give it a shot. And zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So yeah, you gave this a sub one. Wow. It's funny too because like we, we always say like it's our rating, but we completely stole it from another 
podcast nobody will ever know. So that's right. Mm-hmm. DGAF. Podcast that, that no longer exists. So they stopped? I do they haven't posted they haven't uploaded anything in probably at least a year. Dang. It was a good it was good for a while. Like it was good for a it while. It was good, yeah. And then it's like the structure kind of like fell apart and then I realized like, I don't know, I'm just listening to two guys two guys shitting around, they're not that funny, so yeah. yeah, and one of them was actually really annoying when you really thought about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But then, well, I mean, because they were posting consistently for like every week, and then I think one of them moved away, and then it started to get really sporadic, and they were posting like once a month, and then once every couple months, and now it's like maybe once a year they post. Bummer. That's why I noticed. And you know, I don't even know why I still follow them. I'm still subscribed to them because I don't listen to them anymore. So That's what you do. I don't know. I don't know, dude. That's what you know, do, Jerry. So, what's your number eight? Number eight is Milo Xyloto. Oh, Bo. Their fifth album, 2011. I like, title. I like that Coldplay does deviate from their sound, somewhat. They do things yeah. that are, that are kind of different. They still stay in the same like ballpark, you know what I mean? But they kind of just change sides every now and then. I like that. This is one of those here. They're kind of embracing the more indie rock sound that they do. I respect him for trying it, but I just hate this specific sound of indie rock. I fucking hate it. I think really? it's garbage music. I do not like it whatsoever. And it's it's the reason why, like, like just, I don't know, man. Like, a lot of cool indie bands, like Arctic Monkeys, like, were doing mm-hmm. really, really cool, unique stuffs. And then, like, I really just don't like fucking Cage the Elephant. I really don't like Tame Impala. Yeah. Like, that kind of I, shit, dude. It's just like, fuck off. Fuck off. Same here. I mean, I I know you don't agree, but I even lump that Arctic Monkeys into that group, too. Oh, on there, dude. I mean, they have some good songs here and there. And I know we did them on the pod a while ago, but even after all the listening to all their records, I I still couldn't. No, I really couldn't connect with them. Their fucking first album, whatever people say I am, like that is that is perfect. There's some great songs on it. Next one has some fucking fantastic bangers on it. But no, dude, like Tame Impala, that kind of shit. Fuck that shit. Yeah, that band's really boring. Really fucking boring. But uh, anyway, my number yeah, my number eight is uh, Head Full of Dreams from 2015, seventh record. Uh, this is, to me, it's just it's just as boring as X and Y. Um, there's not really, you're not really doing anything experimental. It's not really moody. They, they do some moody stuff on some of their records and I actually like that a little bit. It's definitely a, a nice departure. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. This is, this is forgettable too. A head full of dreams. I just don't, I don't care. It's just, it's just boring. I, I, I've not for like my bottom three. I have like nothing written about them because they're just okay. so forgettable. It's okay. They're so it's okay. forgettable. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So, well, a head full of dreams. I mean, my little friend. <laughs> no, please don't. Uh, so my number eight, my number nine and eight are just uh, they're sub ones as well. I that's, mean, there's just no reason, no reason good. for them. I, I give no my, I give my eight, or yeah, my eight. I give that one a sub one also. There's just, I mean, like, even though I, I just said how much I don't like Tave and Paula, they do this sound better. Like, why <laughs> the fuck would you listen to this? Yeah, I, I would agree. I would definitely agree. Okay. So what do you got for number seven? Number seven, I used to like this album a lot more, and now I just, I can't stand it. But that's Viva, La Vida, or Death, and All His Friends, their fourth record. Wow, that's low, man. 2008. This record sucks. It's boring. It's, it's It seems <laughs> like it's like, a tool record how long it is maybe like an hour and a half it's just so fucking boring like yeah. i was impressed at how boring this was even in comparison to their other boring records 
but uh, I do like the lyric though in in that that main song. I he says I used to rule the world, see would rise when I gave the word. I always like that. I think it's a funny line. Yeah. It's super cocky. It's kind of wasted on this band and this song, but it's it's a cool <laughs> it's a cool lyric. It's a cool lyric there. But yeah, dude, this record sucks. It's not good. Man, we have really had nothing nice to say about this. I have nice yet. things coming up for sure. Like some surprisingly okay. fucking nice things to say. All right, so my number seven is uh, Everyday Life, eighth record from 2019. Um, this is this is a record that has a little bit of everything that they've done from the electronic indie stuff to the more acoustic piano ballad stuff. Um, but they added this like theatrical theatrical element to it, not only the way with the, like the costumes and everything, but just the overall sound. It sound has like that that sound, and then like a kind of a circus circus kind of feel to it, and I just don't like it, man. I, I just all in all, it was boring, but the flair that it had was just kind of annoying and obnoxious, and I just I I don't like it, like it, and and easily the worst song they've ever put out, and some might say one of the worst songs ever is on this record, and it's the song Daddy. That song is just it's it's unbelievable that anybody thought it was okay to put this song out. I don't think anybody not only are the songs song called daddy. That's just stupid. So, well, corn has a really good song, but yeah, that's, that's it's not really good though. No, that's a great fucking song. Get the fuck out of here. I wish I didn't have the vinyl. Cause I just, at this point I like skipping the last part of that. <laughs> I think on the, the fourth side, that's the only song on it. Right. Do you, do you listen to, like, if you listen to like in your car or whatever, do you always go through the whole song? Yeah. Well, I cut it. I cut it off. I cut off maybe like the last forty-five seconds, minute. That's it. Yeah, usually. Oof. <laughs> it's a great song, man. Oof. It's a great song. Uh, yeah. So yeah, everyday life. I I I don't like this. And daddy is just. Do you remember that song? I I don't remember that song at all. No. Because so the lyrics are really bad. I mean, I think the the lyrics are about like from the perspective of his kid looking up to his dad being that being Chris Martin and okay, that's fine, but still really, really cheesy. But then when you look at it in the perspective of is Chris Martin talking about his own dad, that's just fucking weird. Cause the amount of times he uses the word daddy is, uh, it's disgusting. Like that's not a fun, a nice word to like throw around unless you're like, a toddler it really it really does mean something if you if you're calling somebody daddy then like you're trying to evoke the emotion of like a child you, that's what you want the listener to feel i know so if you as a grown as adult are saying it to your dad then you better have some fucking good lyrics otherwise i'm gonna think you're a weirdo for calling yeah. your dad as a grown as adult daddy yeah these the lyrics were just they're terrible and in all in all honesty i don't think any of his lyrics are very good and which we'll get into. Actually, I'll save that for that one because I have to have something to talk about. So yeah, everyday life is uh, is my number seven. Just terrible fucking record. Okay. What do you got for number six? Um, we're in the ones here, so we're in the ones. I give Viva La Vida a one, um, just because it's a lot different than X and Y. And X and Y is my six, their third record. Okay. But when I say it's a lot different, it's just like the style's different. It's still fucking boring. X and Y is a boring record, and. <laughs> I was I thought that you were gonna say that the song "Fix You" is like fucking one of the worst songs ever because like that song is not song. good. I didn't want to pretend to sing because he goes so high pitched. <laughs> it goes all the way "Fix You" and that's oh dude. If you heard it, you would instantly recognize it. You know it. I might. Yeah. That's was it a sucks, single? Man, yeah. It's like one oh. of the biggest songs. 
I mean, they have a lot of good songs. Maybe I just I I blacked out when I listened to some of these (laughs) albums. I mean, honestly, dude, come on. There were moments where I'm like, dude, I must be almost done with this record. And I'm like three songs in. But the reason why XY is so high in my rankings and it gets put above Viva is because the last song is called Till Kingdom Come. And I've never heard the song before, but it's an acoustic style closer and it's an absolute fucking banger. It is unreal. It's very folky. It's very like Dylan-esque and it follows that kind of Dylan formula and pacing. Mm -hmm. But like he actually sings well, right? Like Chris Martin does have a cool like acoustic singing voice. And honestly, he has a great voice in general. He really, he's a very good singer. Yeah. But I just think his music is boring as fuck. He just, he, he can do that. I mean, what makes his singing iconic is, is that high thing that he does. And he yeah. does it a lot. And it's like, come on, man. You got to tone it down a notch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, I think I, he has I, a pretty decent range, too. His, his, he has a pretty decent vocal range. Yeah. But. Uh, X, Y. X, Y. X and Y. I'll never buy it. Never listen to it again. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely, definitely not. So my number six is uh, Parachutes, the first album from 2000. Um, I think, so this this album is just is not my thing. It's really quiet. It's, it's mostly acoustic, piano-driven stuff, and I'm not a fan of the piano. I'm just, I just don't, don't really like it in songs, especially when you bring in a whole band. It's just like, ugh, it's kind of gross. Um, so yeah, I, I just think this album is 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 boring, but it's not bad. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just it's really just not my thing, and I, I and I get why people like this record. I I totally see it. I see why people like this record, Russia Blood, and the Vinny Vinny Vicious, or what's the record? Viva La Vida. Vinny Vinny Vicious. What what's the whatever the that Viva La Vida or Death and All His Friends? Yeah, that stupid title. Um, I I get why people like the, those records. I really really do. It's just not my thing at all. Uh, I did notice that uh, maybe it's just me, but the song "Yellow," they were I feel all like it's yellow. I feel like it's that song is mastered differently than the rest of the record. It's it's a, or it's a different mix or something. Did you hear hear that or anything? It's a different song. I mean, when I yeah, it's it's just a different song for that record. Sound like that song doesn't belong on that record. But it's not just how it, no, it's not just that. It's 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 the mastering or it's. Maybe it's like a radio edit. I don't know. It, it just sounds different, just even volume-wise, from the rest of the record. That's why I'm thinking it's like a different master of it. But yeah, whatever, that song, yeah. like they, they boost his vocals up super high. And so like all you hear is... Maybe that's what it is. They were all yellow. <laughs> uh, speaking, of, of song, um, speaking of uh, bands doing shit like that, like radio edits and everything... Uh, Mark Tremonti from Creed was on Krista Makes a Podcast today and he was doing the song Higher, the Creed song Higher. And and I listened to it today. I was just interested in that. And uh, Tremonti was saying that I guess, I guess the radio edit is like 45 seconds shorter than, than the actual song and or the song that's on the record. And he said he doesn't, they don't even remember how to play the actual album version because they've only ever played the radio version because that's the one everybody knows. So when Chris, Chris to because you know how it's like detail he gets with the songs, yeah. he was going over parts of the songs and Mark's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember that. I don't remember that part. Because he hasn't listened to that actual album in probably 20 years, 25 years. I thought that was just fascinating. I, I thought it was, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, that's, it happens all the time. It happened Weezer and Blue Album. Did it? Yeah. With what song? Say it ain't so. Done done? Really? Yeah. User? 
I did not. Okay. And like they edited it and the band was like, I actually we kinda like that one. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it. It's fine. But that's the one that's on all the, the versions of blue? The uh, not all of them, but one? most of the ones, yeah. Oh. Okay. I have the original right. single, of course, that it does not have the edit. So <laughs> <laughs> okay well you're cool i guess whatever uh, pretty cool, and another pretty thing cool another thing about parachutes is i was blown away that this record as of 2020 has sold over 13 million copies how are you blown away by that this is generic I, music for generic people i just i don't i i get it i know it's for generic people but i, I didn't think that they were this popular i really didn't think that they were this popular wow. i was really really shocked by all this like every record has sold I think what? <laughs> what it, it was like Viva La Vida. I think that like every, no, I'm thinking of Kanye. I was actually thinking of Kanye. When we did graduation last week, uh, every song on graduation, I believe was every song sold at least 500,000 copies. So almost every song on graduation has a gold record, which blew my fucking mind. And I think it, it's a lot of, a lot of the same things with, um, with Coldplay as well. With some of these more popular records. It's just crazy. I don't know. I just it's a lot of fucking records to sell for such a mediocre band. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm exhausted, it, it, already. It really I'm exhausted already. It really is. We haven't got to the good stuffs yet. <laughs> so what's your number five? They are yellow. Um number five, music of the spheres. The mm-hmm. latest record. Music of the spheres. The cool thing about about this one I thought was how ambitious it was. It's a pop record. That isn't afraid to also throw in like funk. There's some hard rock in here. There's acoustic driven stuff. And then, like, my biggest banger here is the one BTS. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, I hate hate you. This song is so good. It is just like, okay, if you're going to write dumb pop music and like pretend you're Coldplay and you're you're better than that, then your shit sucks. If you're going to embrace just like the catchiness and overall appeal of what pop music can be and you're going to invite BTS on there, like, come on, bro. That's that's a recipe for a gold record right there. It is a banger of a song, and I do, I do like this record in that it was a fun listen. And all these songs, they all kind of like fit the same formula of their ninth record, but they're all kind of unique in their own little way. And I thought mm-hmm. this was a good attempt for them. And if they're going to win, kind of anybody like us over, it would have been with something like this. Um, but I don't, yeah. I don't like, it. I still don't like it that much. Um, but it was, it was a fun listen. I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. My number five is also Music of the Spheres. Um, this one, I wor- I really wanted to like this one more because it is it is probably their most unique. It actually is definitely their most unique record because they they dove into that pop the pop genre so much, and like you said, they had all these guests, BTS and Selena Gomez was on a song, I think. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of uh, interesting choices there, and um, and I like it for that 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 ambition, but. Outside of that, it's um, it falls really flat. And there are moments too where sometimes it sound it's like on the verge of being like a worship sounding song. Those choruses, those big soaring worship kind of choruses, ugh, it was kind of gross. I actually had to skip a couple songs because I just it irritated me a lot. Um, and dude, this I hate that BTS song, My Universe. No, you don't. I hated it. I hated it, man. It was no. so, it was so cheesy it was it was it wasn't even done in like a like a tongue-in-cheek way like if it was done like to kind of make fun of the genre and all that i could probably get behind it but the fact that they took it so seriously ugh, it, it's not even that good of a song Pretty it's good. really not that good of a song it's just no, good it's, it's good middle ground pop music ah uh, 
But see, there, there's no such thing as good middle ground pop music. It's there either is. good or it's bad. No, it's, no, it's not. either good or bad. What are you talking about? Because no, Get ninety out degrees here. is a perfect example of good middle ground pop music. Like I never fucking uh, good. I would. I would never have. I've never bought a CD by ninety degrees. But I never turn off their music because it's fine. <laughs> but like, get the fuck out of here. I would like if, if 90 Degrees was like opening for NSYNC, that's one thing. But if NSYNC was opening for 90 Degrees, like, fuck off. You know I'm leaving after NSYNC. <laughs> Silly. It, and in what universe would that, would that happen? Yeah. Exactly, because they're middle ground pop music. They're fucking B team at best. They're lucky they're B team pop music. <laughs> And um, this was this isn't a, a banger for me on this record, but it's it's something worth noting. Uh, the song "People of the People of the Pride," uh, dude, that's a Muse song. That bass line is straight up, it's Muse. I mean, I know they they lift a lot of stuff from Radiohead, but this is the first time I've heard them lift something from Muse, and it's it sounds like it could have been like something off of like another Muse's fourth record. Was it? it's not Super Massive Black Hole? Whatever album that's on, it's Absolution? just. No, I, no, absolutely no. Absolution's the one. No, it's the one after Absolution. No, they're sitting in the in the desert. Are they? I don't remember. I don't remember the album cover. But anyway, yeah, music music of the spheres is you my must, number five. You must not collect records. What? Um, I, I mean, I I do have one Muse record, but it is kind of fun to. If anybody were ever going to do this, that'd be a funny idea. It, but it is kind of fun to hear like the the difference between Coldplay and the Muse and the Radiohead. Yeah, I wonder. Because uh, uh, you know, season, right? It's, yeah, it's fun. It's <laughs> what are we? What are we on here? Four? Top uh, four? Spoilers. Yeah, four. Top yeah. Four. What do you got for number four? Uh, Everyday Life, their eighth album. And you don't like this one, did you? Is that the one you said you don't like? Yeah, that was yeah. this one was a little. Yeah. 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 My number seven was my number seven. There are a lot of things to like about this album though. There's it's a double album with songs that kind of correspond to themes of of this like whole sunrise versus sunset. And they even played like two shows, I think in the same day, one at sunrise and one at sunset to coincide with the release and to coincide with the part of the album that is specific to sunrise and new beginnings and sunsets to like endings and stuff like that. I think that kind of like taking the conceptual part of your music like one step further is fucking amazing. That is so cool. Yeah, I agree. That's rad. And there's some cool songs sprinkled in here because I don't know, it's, it's fine. And they have like this weird spiritual gospel track that was like super solid, a little cheesy, but like really this is just another boring Coldplay record. It's bloated. It's very self-indulgent and it just (laughs) seems to be like another generic release. And they just like, dude, this is 2019. So like they covered all yeah. of the hot topics, right? There's fucking racism on there. There's police brutality. There's just like, come on, dude. I know. I Fuck, know. man. Like, just like you guys, you, you made this hit, record hit on every paper, talking point, every trigger word. Yeah. But I just cannot I get know. over like the release of this record. It's just like that is so fucking cool. And they played it in like I think they played it in Jordan. So like I just I thought I, I was thinking of Jetta from like Star Wars. Like imagine like Coldplay playing on Jetta <laughs> on Sunrise and Sunset. That'd be so sick. Well. Wait, oh wait, isn't that where A New Hope was filmed? Was it Jordan or was it Oh, it's Tunisia, never mind. Tunisia. Yeah. Well, I think they're right next to each other, but geography. I don't know. But yeah, everyday yeah, life. Really not a great record, but I do I do I do think it's fascinating how they release this. I think that's so cool. That is really cool. I, I just wish it was uh it was a better band. Honestly. Yeah. Like it is a really cool concept. And they have they have three like concept records. One of them was the you know their their latest record, 
which has like this huge like space theme. And did you notice on Spotify, like yeah, not every so track, much. yeah, some of the tracks were like emojis and shit. I didn't even I didn't know what mind it was. It. I thought that was I thought, I thought that was kind of neat. I thought Saturn was like a shallot, dude. I thought it was an onion. I was like, what the fuck is that symbol? <laughs> I didn't know what it was, and it took me almost like thirty seconds. I'm like, oh, I, oh, they're planets. Okay, because it looks like a fucking onion on my computer. <laughs> and I hated it. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was your that was your number four, correct? Right? Yeah. All right, my number uh, my number four is Ghost Stories, sixth record from twenty fourteen. Um, this is like a like a like a sad electronic pop record. Um, definitely some some Radiohead moments going on here. It's just not as like layered and nuanced as like your Kid A's or In Rainbows or whatever it may or be. Anything Radiohead has ever done? Yeah, yeah, anything Radiohead's ever done. Yeah, it's just like a it's like a really cheap knockoff attempt at doing Radiohead. You know, uh, that's really what this one is. But it's it it was more interesting than most of what I've heard from Coldplay because they were trying to do something different. They're they're also one of these bands too that like they they start to do something interesting. And then it's like, oh no, I'm too scared. And then they go back to what they've always done because that's what fucking sells. That's what it is. It's like there's always there's always there's always these like glimmers of, glimmers of hope with some of the, with their their music. And um, this is one of those examples. Um, my banger that is uh, oceans. It's a, it's like this this acu- it's an acoustic sad song, but it has this like electronic boop, kind of like a, like a metronome kind of thing, and um, some really good synth soundscapes on this one too, especially toward the end of the song. So I, that is my banger on this one. I actually have a banger. Look at that. Is that your first banger? That's my first banger. Come on. Yeah. There's been yeah, my first banger in there. How the fuck do you like that <laughs> generic ass Milo Xalado and Viva La Vida? Those are two like the most generic know. Coldplay fucking things. So. <laughs> oh, man. Right. What do you got? What do you got for number three? Parachutes. Their first album, the year 2000. This is this is solid. This is good indie sound for this era. I like this indie sound. It's very very modest mousy for a lot of the time, and then it's like Coldplay. So like their sound at this time was like let's just try and be like modest mouse, and like maybe U two kind of crept in there, and then it, it was like blatantly not fun anymore, and then Parachutes <laughs> for me just became like oh man this song this album fucking sucks actually, because <laughs> the ending song to this album is called Everything's Not Lost. And it's like the perfect example of why I hate this band in so many ways. It's just droney bullshit that doesn't go anywhere. And Chris singing is so fucking obnoxious. And he thinks like he thinks he's doing this cool like psychedelic gospel thing or he's being like soulful and he's adding to the song. And really you're just being annoying. Like you were just being <laughs> fucking annoying. But there are the catch there yeah. are like objectively catchy songs on here, right? Like they're all yellow. Like that's a that's a catchy song. It's fun. It is catchy. It's fun to but sing. only because it's just been ingrained in our brain, our like childhood brains. Yeah, because it's fucking catchy. That's like yeah. saying no jingle bells is ingrained in our brain. Yeah, because it's fucking catchy. Okay, thank you. Okay, got it. Okay, but yeah, that's my number three. I give I give number three. I give number three. <laughs> Are being honest? You give it. Are being honest? Yeah, yeah, okay. be, yeah. Why wouldn't you be honest? Yeah. I I give number three a one. <laughs> I, give, <laughs> I give parachutes a one. I do. I give it a fuck. Yeah, one. even even my number four ghost stories, I would put that as a sub one as well. So I'm not even at the I'm not even at the dirty, ones yet. Dirty. I'm not even at the ones yet, dude. Um, all right, my number my number three is Milo Zeloto, uh, or however you pronounce that, uh, from 2011, fifth record. Um, this is definitely a 
a more experimental electronic record. That first song hurts like heaven. That's my banger. And I thought, damn dude. Okay, here we go. This is like, maybe this album's going to be really good. It has this like kind of indie rock electronic thing going on. Very death cap for cutie with a little bit of like postal service, I guess like, like a hybrid between those two bands. And I was actually pretty excited. I'm like, dude, if the record's going to be like this, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm on board. And then, you know, instantly it just gets back into the boring piano ballads and soft rock. And I mean, there are, there are definitely moments that, that are more experimental, um, similar to Viva La Vida. And, um, I don't know. I, I honestly, right now, I don't remember much of this record. <laughs> good. Cause it's, it's really not I really good. Don't. Dude, it sucks. Uh, another, another song too is, uh, every teardrop is a waterfall. Hate that title. Um, but there's some actually really cool little guitar parts on here. Good guitar licks on this one that actually remind me a little bit of uh, Almond Brothers. But I know you probably won't agree with me on that. But no, that's it's more the don't get the get that fucking word out of your mouth. <laughs> Every I'm not saying that it's a anywhere, waterfall. dude. That's like what are you like twelve when you wrote that? I know, right? Come on, it's so bad. Ugh. Let's wait until we get into his lyrics on the main record on the album of the week. Ugh. Just ugh, the fans, ugh, gross. I don't know. I have no. I have nothing else on on Milo. I think at this point, I would say I'd give this one a one. I'd give this one a one. So, what do you got for number two? Number two is Ghost Stories, or six album. You don't like this one? I think. What do you put this four? Yeah. yeah. I I actually really do. Someone. I really did like this one. I'm gonna listen to this one again probably tomorrow, just to make sure that I I'm I'm singing its praises properly. But I thought this was just interesting. It was just like really shoegazy ethereal album a lot of ambient synth sounds chris like he's saying like extra slow so i don't i don't really i don't like it or appreciate it but in the context of like this album like mm-hmm. it fits finally because he does it a lot and it's fucking annoying but now the music is like slower and more ambient and kind of out there and then sometimes it'll have the effect on his voice to where his voice drones out and it becomes what instrument and then like the guitar will pick up with that same note. And I think that's really cool. Like finally using yeah. your voice as an instrument. It's being fucking obnoxious front man. But Chris had said this said <laughs> this was just like supposed to be some sort of concept album that explores like past actions and how, how they affect your future as well as like love overall. And I was like, dude, those are the most fucking like basic of topics possible. <laughs> really? My past actions are affecting my future. That's what this fucking album is about. And love the fuck out of here with that shit dude that's stupid it is you know what i mean like the way he's phrased it. yeah yeah how can you be like any more vague and like obvious like like obviously that's just <laughs> that's obnoxious it's so obnoxious and his phrasing was just he was using all these words to kind of like dance around the fact that this is a basic ass fucking record uh but anyway i i just i thought this album was was just cohesive overall it was solid and um i i even though it's a single and I forgot they did it, but the song called sky full of stars, that song's fucking good, man. It's, it's a good okay. song and it sounds like it would drop into like a black eyed pea song. Like tonight's tonight. tonight. <laughs> that's how it starts. Oh, that's a song. That song's so good. That is a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we, we've talked so much shit about like all the Coldplay records and we're like, yeah, this black eyed pea song's great. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It gets you pumped up immediately. Instantaneously. Yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was your number two, right? Yeah. yeah two. My number two is the album of the week, A Rush of Blood to the Head. So, that is crazy. Uh, 
Damn, you, what the fuck? Yeah. How, what part about this album did you like? Why do you like Viva La Vida? So yeah, Viva, Viva La Vida Loca. Is this going to um, sound like the Marge Volta song? Viva La Vida uh, Is that how you say that? I don't know. No, not because of that. Because it doesn't Viva sound anything like that, that Marge Volta song. Uh, I just, I, I think at this point, you know, four records in, um, we've been hearing a lot of just like the boring stuff. And, and with this record, there's actually like upbeat tunes, like kind of danceable moments. Not that I'm going to get up and dance, but you know, there, there's a lot more, there's more positivity and there. It's just ex- more exciting. And they, they start to use more of like the set, the bigger soundscape. So everything's a little bit more layered and nuanced than, than everything before this record. Definitely. Um, so that's why I like it. And, and I really, and I, I, the, the one single, um, fuck, what is that song? The big, the big song. Viva La Vida. Yeah, yeah, that, isn't that song? Yeah, I don't know. One of the songs, yeah. It's actually a solid, solid song. I don't remember the name of it. Even still, I mean, I don't think this is a spectacular record. I'm not going to give my rating on this one because then you'll be able to guess what my rating is for the album of the week. But, um... Yeah, Viva La Vida or Death and All of His Friends. That's a dumb title too. I, I that's some like My Chemical Romance shit, and that's obnoxious. It's like, it's. I don't. I don't get this band. I don't understand this band. I don't get it, at all. <sighs> you never will. That's okay. You never. You don't like them either. I love this band. You're just. You're an idiot. 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 Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I really don't have anything to okay. say about this one. That's I didn't okay. do much research into these album rankings. You know all these albums. This is also a pretty just, like vanilla uh, band, like outside of of this too. Like they're extracurriculars oh, and shit. And there's not like uh, like the same guys that's been there since the beginning. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah that exciting. Okay, so, so yeah, let, let's finish this. Get into the album or the album of the week. Yeah. So yeah, thank you all for listening. Give us five stars. Tell all your friends. All the social media is at Ass Nine Radio, and that's it. That's all. Chris Burton. Good pleasure.